Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, welcome back to Flea Flicker. I'm your host, Sean Murray. And it is a, I guess you could say kind of a quiet afternoon in a way. Um, I do have a day off, so like I said, most of the time is the best time I get a chance to cut um, any possible episode for uh, for you guys. Um, yes, as we all know, the, the Super Bowl is over and done with. And um, Kansas City Chiefs are the, are the champions now. They hope to host Lombardi Trophy once again. So congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, we'll get a chance, probably not this episode, but maybe next episode we'll get a chance to catch up on the uh, Super Bowl, and we'll talk, we'll talk more about that. I want to spend this episode pretty much on um, rumors, I guess, more rumors than anything else, or speculation. Um, we'll get a chance, there are some new head coaching hiring, we'll get a chance to do it this episode, we'll certainly get a chance to do next episodes of the episode following, following uh, that. I guess beforehand, I guess I will uh, certainly apologize uh, beforehand. Uh, I had three dogs, and uh, I might be letting some out here and there. And um, so if you hear any barking noises, or of course, like some of my wife's got eight birds, if you hear any tweeting noises in the background, you will certainly uh, understand why and uh, understand. So uh, you usually take the day off. As you take the day off, you do your um, do your household chores. I'm currently in the middle of washing clothes. Um, before we go any further, uh, I want to say you know Happy Valentine's Day to uh, everybody out there, uh, whether you're in a relationship or you know boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you know whatever the case, whatever the case, and whatever the case is, uh, certainly Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, before we go any further, um, I personally want to reach out and thank the people. Um, the numbers have actually podcasters have kind of gone up here at least in the last day or two i want to thank people that are actually listening to the podcast uh, like i said we discussed nothing but football here there is no controversy here there's nothing controversial we don't get into politics religion whatever the case we talk strictly football and um for those who have been listening to the podcast more and more i want to thank them thank them thank them for uh, doing so and as we start off most of my episodes, for those who join me for the very first time, I want to say thank you to you and so, and please invite your family, your friends, you know, your loved ones, your, um, your neighbors, co-workers, whoever you need to invite, uh, please invite them, come on in and uh, listen to the uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, for those of me from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so, and please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, fellow co-workers, whoever you need to invite. As I've always stated, please come on in. And again, if you've got any questions for me that you want me to answer, uh, please reach out on Facebook or Spotify, the two spots that uh, you can answer a question, you know, answer a question. It doesn't matter what it is. Head coaching hirings, coordinator hirings, um, you know, the NFL draft, whatever you need to certainly, certainly do so, please. You know, please come on in. Um, Hopefully, maybe the next few more episodes or so, maybe we'll do a, everybody does a, what, like a 3 for one 4 4.0 mock draft. Uh, now, that the, now that the draft is officially, now that the Chiefs and the Eagles have finished the Super Bowl, we get a chance to pretty much um, do a possible mock draft, and hopefully within the next several episodes, it, it's not going to be, maybe not the next episode or two, but there will be a, um, we will certainly get a chance to do my own version of a mock draft. Uh, no trades will be involved in this. I know some people make the 
assumptions that hey, this is going to be traded, this trade's going to be made, it's going to be some kind of blockbuster trade, but we'll not make the assumption, we'll go off of what people we feel that would be need to make their team that much better. Uh, if you do not listen to me here on Anchor, yes, I'm on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Radio Public, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Castbox. Uh, there's a few others out there that I probably have forgotten. If I do, I do. I do apologize. So, but I am on. I am on these. So please, by all means, if you do not, and wherever you're at, whether you're at home on a day off doing household chores like I am, or um, kicking back, relaxing, on a break at work, or you are uh, maybe home from work, or maybe just out and about running chores, or errands, whatever the case is, please, by all means, listen to, listen to, listen to the podcast. Uh, before we go any further, start off on some subjects, uh, I wanted to reach out to a, a very good friend of mine that I've known for many, many years, I used to work with, and a couple of them in a uh, retail chain. I do work in a retail chain. I'm not going to exactly say what retail retail chain it is, but I used to work for this gentleman retail chain many years ago. He reached out to me just the other a couple days ago, and he made a comment that I thought was funny. I am a wrestling fan, and he said, dude, if you did a wrestling podcast, uh, I would love to listen to that. I thought it was funny. We both are wrestling fans. Um, to be honest with you, and I know he doesn't, I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but I'll be honest with you, the reason I don't do wrestling podcasts is because I'm always working around the time that, you know, wrestling's on, whether it's um, WWE, All Elite Wrestling, for those who are wrestling fans that actually do listen to, to this podcast, uh, I don't really get a chance to listen to it, I uh, don't get a chance to watch the shows as much as I like to, where I can give an opinion on something, but don't get a chance to do it that's why I don't uh trust me I do know what's going on in the world of wrestling I read every I read I like to read an awful lot which is the reason why when you come to these rumors and speculations that I read from local writers or it could be from a bleach report USA Today or whatever whatever publication that does come to mind on Yahoo Sports I can go on and on but you know but I do like to I certainly love to um read different papers and articles and to come up with an idea to come up with an idea that seems to be interesting. Some articles are very interesting. Some might be a little bit out there in left field somewhere, but I do love to love to certainly certainly love to read an awful lot and like to catch up catch up on different things and get other people's opinions on certain subjects in the world of football. Uh I think we've covered everything. Um again if I do pause or stop and do some stuff you'll know why i'm actually um like you said uh today i am doing household chores like i stop the podcast you run off and do something you'll know why um put the dog out uh, get some clothes out of the dryer put clothes in the washing machine wherever the case might be back to put a pause put calls on it you'll know you'll know why um so again my apologies to my, to my listeners out there if you understand why. Um, gosh, I bored you enough. We've, we've babbled on and on and on. Let's talk about something. And of course, we'll, um, of course, we're kind of catching up. At least the next few episodes we'll catch up and then catching up on. Um, one rumor came out a few days ago that, well, it's not really no longer a rumor. It was, um, we all remember Cliff Kingsbury, the former 
head football coach of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, there was a rumor at one time going out there that he would be that that the Houston Texans were interested in him as the offensive coordinator. Well, unfortunately, that's not the case anymore now because because uh, Ryan's has now hired his hired his offensive coordinator coming from the San Francisco 49ers staff. So Cliff Kingsbury certainly will not get that will not get the chance to be an offensive coordinator at least. Maybe not this year. Not saying there are some, you know, quarter positions opened up. I know Tampa Bay has not filled their position. Um, Washington's looking for an offensive coordinator. So there are some positions out there. I mean, um, again, um, you know, the Indianapolis Colts, we will talk about them. Not this episode, maybe next episode. They have hired themselves a new head football coach. We'll get to, we'll, we'll get to that. If not this episode, we'll get to that probably in the next episode. But for, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, it would be interesting to see what he did as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. I've always made a prediction that he would go back to college and maybe an offensive coordinator for some for some program. Um, uh, as of as of today, we all we found out that the Baltimore Ravens have hired a new offensive coordinator, but we'll get into that. And that is the offensive coordinator for the University of Georgia. Now, can you see Cliff Kingsbury going to let's say the University of Georgia? And doing something with that offense, of course, they Georgia they lose some players to the um, to the pros, especially their um, their young quarterback that has been a very good quarterback the last two years. He's having two national championships, Stinson Bennett. But a lot of people feel Stinson Bennett is not going to be a top notch pro prospect. Um, but Cliff Kingsbury does kind of seem to be a very interesting hire for somebody. Um, Clifford did Clifford did a pretty good job with Colin Murray. Now, granted. Cliff didn't get, get any of the results, and the big time results that you, that you would want for the Cardinals. But you got to admit, Cliff did, uh, did improve almost every year up until this past season when he had a, where he, yeah, where he kind of took it on the chin. Of course, injuries to Colin Murray didn't help. Um, it didn't help a lot for him. And to be honest with you, um, and people, you know, it's the what have you done for me lately theory. Um, you got to remember last, it was not this past season, season four then, you got to remember, it was the Arizona Cardinals that the last undefeated team that you know, took, took an L, took an L and lost column. And then because, you know, Murray got hurt again, and the team did sneak into the playoffs, but he got bounced pretty hard in the first round. Now, whether Cliff gets, gets another head coaching job in the NFL, yeah, I don't know. That would be an interesting question on Cliff. Had a losing record, but he did. He did show signs of improvement. Some, you know, some coaches, you know, some coaches don't show no signs of improvement. At least Cliff, at one point in time, did did see some upgrade, and he had a good quarterback, and he had a pretty decent quarterback in Kyler Murray. Grant Kyler Murray's come out, a lot of people have come out and said that Kyler Murray's hard, you know, hard to deal with, or he's a, a cancer in the locker room. You've heard so many different stories about this, and we will. Uh, but it, it depends who the, the Cardinals have hired themselves a new head football coach. Again, we'll get into that kind of down the road as far as, you know, we'll get into that first episode for down the road. Cliff Kingsbury has to do as the next uh, offense credit for somebody. Whether or not, it was an interesting fit for him going to Houston. I would have seen, I could have seen that. I could have seen that, I could have seen that possibility. I mean, he could have worked maybe. My, I don't know if he would have worked with David Miles. He could have got something, I believe, out of David Miles. But to me, 
they got sick of them all picking the draft at nine times out of ten. It would have been, let's just say, the sake of argument, Bryce Young would have been a more likely pick here. And I think Cliff could have done a nice job with Bryce Young. Bryce Young kind of has that Kyler Murray mentality about him. Um, to me, I think he could have tailored, tailored the offense certainly around Bryce Young. He could have had Bryce Young, Damian Pierce. But again, the running, the receiving core, he needs to be some, some serious working with. Um, you figure Brandon Cooks is going to be a free agent. He'll be going. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Houston, my guess is Houston will probably cut him out right. But unfortunately, Travis Cook can't a lot against, against the salary cap. But, and somebody would certainly jump on Brandon Cooks. He's a, he would be a nice number two target for somebody that's on the verge of a playoffs or a team that's already in the playoffs. I mean, a team like KC, a team like maybe the KC Chiefs, getting a Brandon Cooks. They've got some decisions to make themselves. But again, we'll get into that in a couple of episodes down the road as to what the Chiefs or what the Eagles need, need to do to try to get back to the Super Bowl. And certainly what everybody knows it's hard. It's hard for any NFL team to try to, you know, get back to the Super Bowl. I mean, the Patriots are the one team that was a consonant at one point in time, but it is hard to because you become a huge target on everybody's back. You win the Super Bowl, you're a huge target. The Rams found that out the hard way, and then they couldn't, they could not get back to the Super Bowl because of, because of injuries. But I think Cliff, man, I think Cliff could go back and be, certainly be a offensive coordinator of, in college football. You know, maybe, I mean, there's still some openings up there, like University of Georgia would be an interesting fit for him. Um, can you imagine if Cliff went to Alabama and worked with Nick Saban? That would have been that could have been interesting. That could have been an interesting dynamic. Um, again, whether Cliff, I mean, whether Cliff becomes whether Cliff gets a chance to be a um, offensive coordinator in the NFL, anything is possible. Like I said, we've got openings. Um, the Colts have got an opening. Um, Philadelphia Eagles now have an opening, but I think they will probably promote from within. Um, but I can see, I can see Cliff Kingsbury working with Jalen Hurts again. It, it, that would, that would kind of intrigue, that would intrigue me a little bit. Cliff does have, does have a mind as an offensive coordinator. Certainly has a very good mind as an offensive coordinator. And I think Cliff could come in and be a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying his head coaching days are done. But again, I can see him maybe coaching a college team again. He did coach Texas Tech. He didn't have a winning record or a good track record, but Patrick Mahomes speaks highly of him. And Patrick Mahomes kind of speaks highly of you. That might be might give you a little bit of credence. If Patrick Mahomes, a two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion, yeah, a guy like him, you know, speaks highly of you. Then that's kind of saying something. Um, but again. He, I mean, he could be a head football coach in college again. It, I don't know if he'll be a big-time school. I can see, you know, you know, I don't know if I can see, I mean, he would maybe, um, I can see maybe in a Pac-10 school. I could see, you know, coaching a Pac-10 school. But I think, you know, but Cliff, I mean, I think Cliff, as far as being an offense coordinator, I wouldn't be surprised one day if he does become a coordinator in this, in the NFL, an offensive coordinator. Now again, could he be a football coach again? Like I said, you have to look you have to look at his track record. Again, he did make some improvements every year that he was in the league. This past year, yeah, he just, it just couldn't get it done. Um, again, you had Murray's injury. 
Elijah Hopkins is 16 suspensions. Barty Marcus Brown, Marcus Brown had some injuries. He had Zach Ertz, solid tight end this way. He got hurt. The offensive line is not is is mediocre at best. And the defense, the defense had its moments again. Yeah, I mean Cliff, Cliff was kind of handcuffed this year. But again, you're in a pretty tight division. I mean, you got the the Seattle Seahawks team who seem to be on the upswing now. Pete Carroll and John Schneider continue to work their magic and got a pretty solid year out of the Seattle Seahawks. Even got to the playoffs. Granted, they got bounced in the first round by the 49ers, but again, it's a step in the right direction for the 49ers. Again, you're figuring the Rams, they should be back. Injuries hurt them a lot last year. They should be back, but again, healthy Matthew Schranford, hoping to improve running game, certainly needs some offensive line help. Cooper Cup will be back. Can Allen Robinson be a number two? Uh, Aaron Donald got hurt towards the end of the season. And, um, Again, the Rams have got, you know, again, the Rams, but again, the Rams should be improved. And again, you got San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are probably still a team that might be still, probably still playoff bound next year. I mean, you think about it, depends on Atlanta. Is it perfect? You got Christian Kevin, full 17 games. Diva, Kittle. You got, you, you got weapons. Uh, we don't know if Brandon Ayuk will be back. You still got a pretty solid defense. There's some decision by the mail on the defense side of the ball. But again, the defense is still a pretty solid defense in this league. So to me, it's it would be a tough it's gonna to be tough for the for the for the new head football coach for the Cardinals to work with that. And Cliff, if Cliff hung around, that's something. I mean, you don't know that Murray's gonna be healthy when season one when the beginning of the season starts. Yes, you still got James Conner still sitting there as your running back, and James last two years. Has been, a, has been a solid pickup for the Cardinals. Hopkins, that's if Hopkins is not traded. There's been rumors speculating going around that he could be traded. But let's just say for the sake of argument, he's not traded. And you keep his contract. You got him, you got Brown, and you got Ertz. Again, that's not bad. If Murray comes back, that's not bad. I mean, there's a semblance of an offense certainly to work with, without a doubt. The offensive line, it needs work. If you're going to protect Kyle Murray, then he needs, yeah, he needs a pretty good offensive line. That's been the situation that's kind of, kind of iffy for the Cardinals. And again, that's something that Cliff Kingsbury has had, has had to work with. But defensively, yeah, I know J.J. Watt has retired. My guess is the Cardinals got, what, third overall pick in the draft. I'm sure they're probably going to that side of the ball. There's been speculation that, what is it, uh, Will Anderson, I believe, the, yeah, the uh, defensive end for the, um, Alabama Crimson Tide would be a guy that more likely could be targeted and would certainly be a nice replacement for one J.J. Watt. Again, you know, the pass rush, which the pass rush, but again, they can use maybe another linebacker, maybe a couple, you know, more helps in the secondary. I mean, Byron Murphy not, is not bad. Boo Baker's one of the better secret safeties in the game. But again, that is something that, again, Cliff did have his hands tied last year. And again, could Cliff be a football coach? But again, anything is possible. You know how coaches, they get recycled in the NFL over and over again. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised if we get two, three chances. You have coaches that stay out football for about three or four years are coming back. I mean, that's like the rumors about, what is it, Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan could go back into the coaching ranks of the NFL. His name has been floating around. Has been floating around. So... 
nothing's impossible in the NFL. I mean, I think Cliff could still, like I said, I think Cliff could still get a job in the NFL if he was an offensive coordinator, you know, build his resume up and maybe become an NFL head football coach once again. But for Cliff, I think it would be best for him to go back to college, become an offensive coordinator for whatever, you know, for some school. Whether I think the Pac-12 would be a nice fit for him. Let him be an offensive coordinator. I mean, he did at one point in time before he accepted the Arizona Cardinals job. He was going to be the offensive coordinator for the yeah, for Southern Cal. So, again, I don't doubt that I don't like seeing him going to Southern Cal now. I mean, uh, Lincoln Riley pretty much, I'm sure, calls the shots. And I can't see Cliff and Riley, you know, working together. But I can see, but I can certainly see him somewhere maybe packed in, being an offensive coordinator, maybe being a head football coach in the Pac-10. Again, it's just a thought, speculation, but again, I think that's where we all are heading. I like to see him go back to college, build his resume up, and who knows, maybe the pros could call him again. But for Cliff, there was a possibility he could have been the uh, Houston Texans offensive coordinator. Again, that job has been taken, but again, remember, there's still jobs out there, and who knows, maybe somebody will reach out to Cliff and, you know, and bring Cliff on in for an interview. Again, We'll see how that goes, but for Cliff Kingsbury, we'll see. I still think the opportunities are going to be there for Cliff, but I think it'll be in college, not so much a pros. But again, like I said before, coaches always get recycled and recycled in the, in the NFL, and don't be surprised if he, you know, if he winds up going back to college. But don't be surprised if he becomes an offensive coordinator in the NFL once again uh, in, in the NFL. I've always said I've been a, I'm an avid reader. I love to read, you know, different article articles, whether it's, you know, whether it's USA Today, like I said before, or whether it's Yahoo Sports, or whether it's, you know, some of the, you know, a Bleach Report, um, you know, uh, Sports Illustrated articles, yeah, whatever the case is out there. And I like to read from local writers. Now, there was one local, local writer, and I think it might have been from uh, Tampa Bay, or it was like maybe an article I read from somewhere else, but somebody made, somebody made a very interesting thought. And somebody said that maybe, you know, we all know that uh, the Dallas Cowboys are going to have some more salary cap issues that they're going to have some decisions got to make. One name came up was, you know, Big Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Now, Zeke is getting paid a lot this year, and there's been speculation that he'll be He'll be cut, uh, and they will try to bring back Tony Pollard, and he may be the new number one running back. But again, Tony's got hurt in last season, um, got hurt in the playoffs, and again, that kind of hurt. You know, then he will not be 100% healthy, possibly going into you know going into camp, and who knows, he could not be there by day one. But the rumor is going around that maybe Zeke. Some be that he could get cut, and one rider even getting traded. Had him getting traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the writer's philosophy. The writer's philosophy was very simply this: He says because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, now that Tom Brady has officially retired, um, and Blaine Gabbard, who was the number two, is pretty much going to be a free agent. He might not be back. My thought process: He'll probably be back. He might sign like a one-year deal. So right now, you guys probably count Kyle Trask, and maybe you, maybe you draft a quarterback, or maybe you go get a veteran. Maybe you can get a veteran quarterback, maybe a, like a Jimmy Garoppolo. I know speculation one time that Derek Carr was going to be the was going to be the, the, the uh, quarterback, but again, that 
I think that could that jet might have cooled, but you never you never you never know. But again, he was saying, and the writers point of view is that Todd Bowles might want to go without a established quarterback on the roster that he may want to bulk up the running game that maybe he brings in Zeke. And, you know, have Zeke, maybe Rashard White. I don't know about Fournette's contract. I mean, Fournette could be gone. Or let's say Fournette hangs around and get Fournette, Zeke, and Rashard White. Now, that would not be a bad one, two, three punch, but I'm assuming, I'm assuming that either. But I get I get the argument. You know, I get the point is you want to bulk it up. Now, to me, I don't see really Zeke going to Tampa Bay. You figure maybe, for example, if they can bring Leonard Fournette back, Rashard White showed improvement throughout the year. I don't see it really happening. Um, to me, if you were to go in that direction, you could probably get a. You can probably get, if you want to get another running back, you could probably get a, a veteran running back, you know, for like a cheaper price. Heck, you could probably go ahead and get a guy like Melvin Gordon, for example, and bring him in and have Fournette, Gordon, maybe Rashard White, if you want to go that direction, you know, get running in. Of course, Melvin Gordon had to clean up the, you know, clean up the fumbles, fumble issues, but that's, that is something that you would certainly look at. You wouldn't go ahead and get uh, go out and get Zeke. Zeke's numbers have been on the downside the last yeah, the last several years now, and since you know, since Jerry paid Zeke the money, Zeke has not Zeke has just not has not been the same running back anymore. Now, granted, he did get a little troll rushing touchdowns last year, but certainly Tony Pollard was the better of the two running back, hands down, no questions asked, and. Again, I don't see Zeke, you know, to me, I, I wouldn't be totally shocked if he did cut Zeke to save money, to save money off the cap, you know. And, again, again, I know C.D. Lamb has come out and said that Dak needs more weapons. Well, to me, Zeke is not one of those weapons anymore. Zeke is pretty much, I can see him cutting Zeke. Let's say you bring Pollard back, but you have to come under, you have to, Work something out with Pollard. You still have a CD Lamb. But again, with that in mind, can you bring Dalton Schultz back? Can you get a number two receiver? And to me, those are questions Mark Chuck Dallas needs to answer, not so much Zeke. But yes, you need to be, yes, you need to bring Tony. If you're going to bring one of the two back, Pollard is the guy that you certainly need to bring back. He's the one guy you need to bring back because he's explosive. Excellent, excellent receiver at the backfield. Again, Zeke is not that bad of a receiver at the backfield, but he's not going to be the, he's not going to be the top down receiver that you need. I mean, Leonard Fournette is a better receiver out of backfield than, than, than Zeke. And to be honest with you, I'd rather keep Leonard Fournette than go ahead and get Zeke. And I don't see Zeke or Fournette coexisting on the same roster. Now, now unless you like cut Fournette and you think you can get Zeke cheaper than Fournette, now, unless that's what the writer is thinking along along those lines. But for me, I don't have Fournette and Zeke on my roster right now. And you've got a Rashard White. I'm not saying Rashard White. He, maybe Rashard White can be a Tony Pollard-like like player that's what you're looking for. Now, I can see, to me, if you're going to run the football more, I'm going to say this much. You have to keep Fournette. And you keep Rashard White. And you can get a veteran running back. You can find that veteran running back somewhere. Plug him in there. I mean, you had Fournette, you had Rashard White, you had Gino Bernard. Of course, Gino had some injuries this past the last couple of years, and 
I'm sure Gino's time is is coming gone. But the thing is, you can go get it. I mean, they had what was it Vaughn? They had Vaughn on the roster, but Vaughn has not really done much whatsoever, so he might be very well gone. But you can bring in a veteran a running back from someone. You can find a veteran running back for a little next to nothing, bring him in, and and use him use him a little bit. But to me, I wouldn't change anything for Nick. I, I would still use Fournette, and I would still use, you know, Rashard White as my one-two punch. The biggest thing with them is, the biggest problem is, is the offensive line. That needs to be improving. See, to bring Zeke in doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, to me, the offensive line, yeah, that's, you know, that's what needs, you know, you need a healthy offensive line. And to me, why run the ball? Why run the ball more? You've got Godman. you got Mike Evans. You don't need, yeah. You still got Russell Cage. So it's like you got that. You got receiving help. If you, yeah, to me, if you want to balance out, balance out the offense for Tampa Bay more, I'm all for it. Go for it. But again, I get the point. You don't have a lot of confidence in Kyle Trask. You might have to draft a quarterback, maybe for the future. But the best bet is, is to go out and get a veteran quarterback. Now, if you can't get Derek Carr, I don't see Aaron Rodgers coming, coming to Tampa Bay. I don't see that happening. That's if Aaron Rodgers didn't decide to retire. But, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's name always gets thrown, thrown out there. It seems like every team needs a quarterback, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. His name gets thrown out there. Why not go get – why not Why not kick the tires on Jimmy Garoppolo? Now, Jimmy Garoppolo's not Tom Brady. I get it and understand it. Heck, he might not be – he might not have the arm that James Winston has. When he threw the third touchdown with 30 interceptions, he might not have the James Winston arm, but Garoppolo could come in and – with Mike Evans and Chris Goblin, he could put up decent numbers. But, of course, Garoppolo's injuries have always been the biggest thing with him. But to me, I don't I don't think you get Derek Carr. Uh, I can't see, I don't see you kicking the tires on Aaron Rodgers. But you can kick the tires on Jim Garoppolo and see, see what it takes to get Garoppolo to Tampa Bay. Now, of course, I get the rumors going around about Garoppolo may very well be a, a Raider because of his relationship with Josh McDaniels you know, years ago. People think that that would be the better fit. You don't have a point. And we'll talk We'll talk about the Raiders here in a couple of minutes. And what's been going on with the Raiders and what rumors have been coming out of, uh, coming out of Las Vegas. But the, but the bottom line is with this. Simply, simply is this. Zeke, I don't, I don't see Zeke going to Tampa Bay. Now, it, let's say for the sake of argument for Dallas fans that Zeke is cut. You bring Paul back. Where could Zeke, where could Zeke go? Now, what about now? What about the Philadelphia Eagles? Now, I know it's crazy, but you got to remember, Miles Sanders is a free agent. Boston Scott is a free agent, I believe. So the only guy you got coming back next year is Kenneth Gainwell. Do you do you, do you bring Zeke in to find a pretty decent offensive line? Yeah. Do you put Zeke? Does can can Zeke fit into the Philadelphia Eagles mold? I mean, it's it's a possibility to, th- to throw out there. Now, what about the New York Giants? Let's say, for example, you can't bring back, let's say Barkley goes off somewhere else. Let's say Barkley signs somewhere else as a free agent. Do, do, do you bring Zeke in? Do you bring Zeke in to be, a, do you bring Zeke behind a offensive line that has showed some signs of improvement, but it's still not all the way there? And you put Zeke with Daniel Jones. I can see that option a little bit better than I do seeing in Philadelphia, but I do, but, you never know. 
you look around, you look around, you look around the league. I mean, uh, what about the Chicago Bears now? I think David Montgomery is a David Montgomery's a free agent. There's rumors the Bears might ever get back, but they bring in Zeke. I don't see Zeke going behind that that poor offensive line of Chicago. I don't see that happening at all whatsoever. That's that's an issue that's certainly not not going to not going to happen at all at all whatsoever. So to me, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. You start looking around. You start looking around. The rest of it. I mean, what about the Carolina Panthers? The Panthers have, or Panthers, they need a quarterback more than anything else. Uh, Foreman, I think, is a free agent. But then you can bring Zeke into Carolina to, um, yeah, and, and have Frank Reich improve that offense. I don't know. Again, there's a lot, there's so much speculation. I mean, does Zeke go to, 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 the, to the AFC? I don't know. What about, what about Zeke? Here's a weird possibility. What about Zeke and the Buffalo Bills? Now, it's a weird possibility. I get it. I understand it. But can you see putting Zeke with maybe James Cook? Now, again, I don't know if Buffalo would gamble on Zeke in this, you know. I don't know. I don't, I don't see, I don't see that, that happening. I'm not saying Zeke don't have some, possibil- some possibilities out there, but I don't know if Zeke would be the number one running back anymore. He would be, have to be in a timeshare type of thing. And that's what he's been with. I think that's what he's been with Tony Pollard last, at least the last season, last season or two. But Zeke, Zeke is still a guy that you can still put down by the goal line and he can bust in with his 12 touchdowns. Zeke still has that capability of, of being that type of guy that, that you can run into the side of the five-yard line with. Yeah, he's still that type of guy that he can do the damage. But again, it's it, it's hard for me to speculate where I believe that Zeke could wind up at if he does not re-sign. Now Zeke has come out and said publicly that he would take a pay cut to hang with Dallas. Now, I'm not saying Jerry Jerry may go along with Zeke's ideal, then take a pay cut, save him some money so he can go get an offensive lineman, another receiver, maybe more money to bring back Dalton Schultz, where the case might be. Maybe you know maybe Jerry does bring him back. But again, that means you have Zeke on for a lot of money. Do you have Tony Pollard on for a lot of money? Again, that's going to be speculation. To me, i got to be honest with you. I think Pollard becomes the new number one. I'm not saying Jerry might draft a court running back. Maybe knows later on in the draft. You know, again, in today's, you know, you can always find that running back in the draft somewhere. But, you know, I mean, I know Robinson from Texas is the top guy, but I don't see... I don't see Jerry jumping on him. There's probably other needs that he would need. Um, again, I, there's 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 a lot of running backs out there in this year's draft that Jerry could probably jump on and put him with Pollard and let Zeke go. Now I'm not saying Zeke if that was the case. I'm sure Zeke could find a job certainly somewhere else in in, in this league. Um, but yeah, I can see. I mean, it's equally valuable to somebody, certainly, without a doubt. But, I mean, could Zeke be still part of a, um, a playoff team? Yeah, I can see it. He could still be part of a playoff team, depending on the team, like I said. Like I said, I've come down the Eagles. They could be a possibility because I don't know what they would do with Miles Sanders. Again, the Giants, crazy that sounds, that's a possibility, but it all depends on what they do with Barkley. I think Barkley is certainly way more valuable than, um, 
But they could franchise tag Barkley and have him again with Jones back. So I would eliminate Zeke. Let's say I'm assuming that the Eagles could probably franchise tag Miles Sanders if they really felt like it. And to me, Miles had that had a career year, so Miles is certainly more valuable than yeah than Zeke. But again, Washington doesn't. Washington doesn't need him. Green Bay does not need him. Detroit, I don't think Detroit really really needs him. But then again, Detroit could be a possibility. I mean, Jamal, you know, Jamal Williams had had a career year this past year. Uh, but do you want to bring him back? And again, Williams might might be more valuable to them than Zeke is in Detroit. But I can see Zeke and DeAndre Swift would be an interesting one-two punch. But again, Detroit's defense needs to be tweaked more than the offense right now. The Bears, I wouldn't see him going there because the offensive line. Their problems, the Vikings, there's been rumors that Dalvin Cook could be traded because of cap issues. That's been a rumor going around. The Panthers, yes. The Saints, no, because you got Alvin Kamara. And I will have Kamara and Zeke right now, but I can't see Kamara and Zeke being interested in one team punch. But no, I don't see I don't see that existing. The Atlanta Falcons, I don't see the Falcons. Algier was a pretty uh, had a good rookie year, math had a thousand yard rusher. So no. You don't want to, yeah, I don't want to mess with that. I don't mess with him at all whatsoever. I can't say, no, the 49ers, no. The Cardinals, I don't see. I don't see Seattle. And, if, yeah, and the Rams, I don't really see the Rams. The Rams does not fit the Rams system at all whatsoever. You know, I said Buffalo is the weirdest possibility. The Jets, I don't really see the Jets. I don't see now. The Miami Dolphins become a very interesting possibility. What do you do? I guess I'm assuming Wilson and Mozart will stay around. Stay around. Do you bring in? Do you bring him? Do you bring him into Miami? Again, you got Hill. You got Waddle. Tua. All his concussions. But could Zeke be an interesting fit for Miami? It's iffy, but I guess. But I'm guessing. I don't know if he would fit Mike McDaniel's situation. Now, the crazy possibility, what about the Baltimore Ravens? Now, can you put him with Jake? Can you put him with J.K. Dobbins? Let's say you let Gus Edwards go. Let's say you have J.K. and Zeke. It's an interesting possibility. They've got the new offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator likes to run the football. Uh, it's, an, it's, it's a weird possibility. I get it. I understand it. But Zeke and Baltimore would be an interesting fit. But again, I don't think J.K. would be too happy about that situation. Cleveland, nope. Cincinnati, I don't see the Cincinnati Bengals thing working out. And Pittsburgh, no, not at all. No to the Colts, no to Tennessee. Um, the Texans, I don't really see them switching places with. I don't see that happening as a possible. I don't see that happening really anymore with Houston. Uh, again, with the West, Kansas City, I, he doesn't fit Kansas City remotely. I don't see with the Raiders. I think I think they come to some kind of agreement with Josh Jacobs. Uh, the Chargers, they've got Eckler, but I think they'll have Josh Joshua Kelly as the number two. Uh, again, again, I still think Zeke. It depends on how the tree falls as far as all these running backs go. And the best fit might be, and the best fit may be in back to Dallas and taking a pay cut. That's the best bet for Zeke to stay in Dallas is take a pay cut and hang around. Actually, right now, he's more healthier than Tony Pollard is right now. So, yeah. So, for Tampa Bay, I don't see him in Tampa Bay. I get the point that you want to bulk up the running game because 
We don't have a quarterback yet. Not saying we won't get a quarterback. Maybe a veteran quarterback. But I mean, we might. I can see him kicking tires as much as he can on Jimmy Garoppolo. I would see that being a possibility. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see how things go as time goes on. But Zeke Tampay, I just don't see it happening. I get it. The top offense book is one game because you don't have a quarterback. There is no Tom Brady. You can use him. But the Zeke, the best bet would be to wind up right back in Dallas with a pay cut. I guess the next thing I gotta sit back and say is you guys love um you gotta love when players well other players try to recruit other players to come to their team. Well now the Raiders are back at it once again. It was a, was a week ago or a week, a week or two ago, uh Devontae Adams. Well now people it appears to be another uh another player is very interested in uh, bringing Aaron Rodgers to Green Bay. That's the that is Darren. Wallace. Now, again, it all depends on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. I mean, Aaron Rodgers right now, after the Super Bowl, is supposed to be taking a uh, is going away for like four, yeah, for like uh, four days, and he's gonna sit around, sit around, no phone, no internet, just you know, just get food, to, <laughs> food delivered to him. He's gonna, he's going to go some kind of sabbatical, and he'll be back, and he'll make his decision now. To me, to me, I was talking about, I was talking to a guy that I work with, and we all thought that maybe Aaron Rodgers would be totally blown away or shocked if he just came back and said, you know what, I'm retired. Again, now, I'll agree with the Green Bay philosophy on this one. It's very simple as this. Um, it, it gets to the point where you need to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it's time to find out what you got in Jordan Love. You had Jordan Love for what? Yeah, what, four years now? They're going to his fourth season. Yeah, you need to find out what you got in Jordan Love. Jordan Love played one game last season. And yes, he played he played fairly he played fairly well in the one game he did against against the Philadelphia Eagles. So now it's time to find out what you got in Jordan Love. Now it all depends on speculation, right? I mean you heard speculation that the Green Bay they might get rid of uh, Aaron yeah, Aaron Jones might be a cap casualty, and again, Aaron, Aaron Jones still playing at a pretty, pretty good level. I think he'll be twenty nine this coming season. He's still playing at a pretty, pretty good level. Now, again, with Aaron Rodgers, of course, Aaron Rodgers' name's been floating around with the, with the Jets, and now, and now, of course, the Raiders have been two possible possibilities he could he could wind up at. Now, sure, with the Raiders, and we, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I get it. The offensive line to me is. It's questionable to me at best. To me, I think Green Bay was healthy, had a better offensive line. Now, Josh Jacobs is a pretty solid running back, pretty solid running back, had a career this past year. Again, you had A.J. Dillon, you had Aaron Jones. So, you can, yeah. Again, but again, you got, you can hook it with Devontae Adams. You got Hunter Renfro, a couple of years ago, had a hundred catches. Waller, when he's healthy, still one of their tight ends in the league. Yeah, I get that Aaron Rodgers. You get that Aaron Rodgers once. Yeah, you get it that everybody wants Aaron Rodgers because he is a four-time MVP. He has won a Super Bowl. So, yeah, you want him. The problem is if Aaron was to come back from Sabbatical and say, you know what, I still want to play, I'm interested to see the Aaron Rodgers and Joshua Daniels dynamic. To me, for some reason, I just don't think that's going to work. I can, you know, I can see Joshua Daniels, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, 
I can sit down at working post. Josh has worked with Jimmy Garoppolo before in New England as a backup of Tom Brady. So yeah, I can see that kind of working out. And Garoppolo would have, yeah, would have that. Now, the thing I would give Aaron Rodgers more credit than I would give Jimmy Garoppolo is, is health. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, yes, he was dinged up last year, but Aaron Rodgers played. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo has been hurt the last couple of years. Aaron Rodgers is a little more stable as a quarterback position. Just, just, just go to hell. To me, Aaron Rodgers, I think, is a better thrower of the football at 39 years old more than Jimmy Garoppolo is. I'll give Aaron that. The biggest thing with Aaron Rodgers is, is the defense side of the ball. He was good there. The defense for the Bears is still a huge question mark. Green Bay has more talent on their defense than the Raiders do. Now, again, it, it would be interesting. Again, it's great when players want to recruit players, but you have to wonder deep down inside, is Aaron Rodgers' best day behind him? Now, again, a couple years ago, we said that, you know, Aaron was, he was done, finished, complete through, and he turned around and went two straight MVPs. So Aaron Rodgers proved everybody wrong. Now, I was reading, I think, a, uh, you know, Tom Brady did his podcast with uh, Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald, and he was saying that he hoped Aaron Rodgers did not retire. He feels Aaron Rodgers still has, you know, still some years left, left in him, and he does not want to see, you know, he wants to see Aaron Rodgers continue to play. You know, Brady says there's a lot of nice, quarterback, good quarterbacks in his league. You know, he likes Jalen Hurts to play the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes. He's a fan of Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. But Brady has high praises for Aaron Rodgers. But again, Aaron, can Aaron still be the guy? Aaron, to me, Aaron had an off year. Aaron, yes, he can still be that guy. He still can be. But the thing is, I don't know if I see that. I just don't know if I see the dynamic of Joshua Daniels and Aaron Rodgers working together. I don't see it. Now, I can see, you know, certainly I can see where Waller, Devontae Adams, want Aaron Rodgers, but you got Aaron Rodgers, then Jared Stidham. Now, Stidham, for two games, well, he can play two games. Jared might earn himself a backup job for the Bears next year. Now, Jared knows knows Josh McDaniels' system. I get that, and I understand that point. I get it. understand it. But Aaron Rodgers, yes, he is a better quarterback than Jared Stidham, even though he had a bad year this past year. And he threw more interceptions, and I can recount Aaron Rodgers going by in about, in about what last maybe three or four years. Yeah. Aaron's got an incredible touchdown you know, interception ratio in this league, bar none in the history of the NFL, matter of fact. And there's no doubt Aaron, yes, he's a future Hall yeah, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. And I get it, Aaron doesn't care much for media. He doesn't like what comes out of the media's mouth. Then again, what athlete loves to, loves to hear whatever comes out of the media's mouth. Again, everybody's got an opinion. There's about a billion armchair quarterbacks out there. And again, sometimes an athlete like Aaron Rodgers, whoever that athlete is, sometimes has to have that thick skin. But again, with Aaron, I get it. You know, everybody wants to recruit Aaron Rodgers, but maybe Devontae and Darren Wall got think deep down inside. If Aaron decides, let's just say, for the sake of argument, he decides to come back, are you are you going to get the Aaron Rodgers that you feel that's going to take you to it's going to take you to the to that yes to the AFC West title? Remember this. You also got to remember you still got the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. You've got the Chargers who are on the, who are still 
a pretty solid team if they could ever put the pieces together. The Chargers had a better team than the Raiders. Again, Denver, you now got Sean Payton. Sean Payton should be able to do something with that offense. I mean, he should be. Hopefully, you think and forget for this is straight. If Javante Williams comes back, you have a decent running back. I can see him probably go get another running back. But I like Javante is fine. You got a couple solid star receivers and such. Judy, Patrick, he'll come back from an injury. Again, you got a nice young, a nice young guy in Greg Dulwich. Now, Sean Payton, funny as it sounds, agreed today that he was trying to recruit uh, Bob Gronkowski to come out of retirement and go play for Denver. Now, probably what you got to talk about, that would be a funny thing, but I don't, I think Bob is pretty much retired for good this time. Interesting thought process. And again, it's not like the Broncos have a bad defense. The defense is still like, what, top 11, 10, 11 in the league. And of course, their defense coordinator, he was let go by Payton, ends up being the defensive coordinator of the other young, Carolina Panthers team. So again, again, but the thing is with the Raiders, he doesn't have that defense that Ryan Rodgers don't have, and you're you're going against, yeah. So to me, the Raiders right now, yeah, are probably to me probably dead last in the division. Now you hear about the Jets so much. Yes, you've got Darren Wilson, Elijah Moore could be the next Randall Cobb. I get that, but again. The off, even though, well, the offensive line, if it's healthy, it's an okay offensive line. Could use a little tweaking here and there, but it's not a bad offensive line. And the defense, now the Jets' defense, is actually better than the Raiders' defense. Now, a lot of people speculate that, speculate that maybe it would be a better fit, that Rodgers would be a better fit. And, of course, again, we all know that they've got a new offensive coordinator. It's his former offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. A lot of people think that would be a you know, a nice, nice segue. But of course, there's a rumor going around now that they got, they signed, uh, they signed the uh, Titans uh, offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator, and now there's speculation that maybe Ryan Tannehill could go to, to, yeah, to the Jets. Again, speculation, but you got, but you got to love it when, uh, you have to love it when a, when players want to recruit recruit you and it's a nice compliment it's a great compliment but Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the reason that the Raiders up their game if they would go get Aaron to me I can see Garoppolo because he's got connections with Josh McDaniels and Aaron maybe Aaron ends up with the Jets or maybe Aaron winds up retiring I still think deep down inside Aaron goes very well just retire maybe Aaron maybe Aaron comes back for one more year just to shut just to shut the critics up and say you know what I had a bad year my bad. Hey, let me show what I can do. The last time I had a bad year, y'all wrote me off. I went back to back MVP. I'm gonna show you. Maybe I'll go back at maybe 39 years old. I wasn't no MVP. I'll have five MVPs. And what do you think about that? Well, certainly he has weapons he weapons to do it with. He goes to the Raiders. But again, it's that defense that's the biggest problem for the Raiders. It wouldn't be Aaron Rodgers' problem. The defense would be the problem. Let's remember that. So for, for those fans who think that, so for Waller and Devontae Adams and whoever else in the world that wants Aaron Rodgers to go to, to go to the Raiders, yeah, he's got the weapons, but it's the defense. Don't blame Aaron Rodgers if he can't get the, if he can't get the defense, you know, if he can't get the Raiders out of the cellar or even to the playoffs because that defense is, is, is the Raiders' problem. Point blank and simple. Now granted, Derek Carr had a bad year last year. Derek Carr had a losing record in his, in his nine-year career with the Raiders. 
but Derek Carr is still a pretty decent quarterback, and I'm sure there's going to be people that will talk about Derek Carr here in the next couple minutes. But for Aaron Rodgers, maybe he does go anywhere. But again, deep down inside, it's just Aaron's got an ego, and Josh Daniels has an ego, and I don't see those two deals working in the same place. My best guess, don't be surprised if they end up signing Garoppolo instead, and Aaron Rodgers winds up winds up maybe with the Jets, or maybe there's another organization that will take his services. And we just mentioned his name. Let's talk about Derek Carr. Now, well, we all know the thing that he we all know that he went to talk to the Saints uh, one day last week. Now, the recent update is that the Raiders are going to officially cut Derek Carr if they haven't done it already, which there was an ESPN report out there that the Raiders, I believe, are either get ready to cut Raider Carr uh, off or they have done so. So to me, there is no trade involving that is going to involve the Saints and the Raiders for Derek Carr, which, to be honest with that, gives any team in the NFL, you know, a right to negotiate, negotiate with Derek Carr and not have to worry about making a trade with the Raiders. Now, to me, it can't, now to me, the Saints is prob- are probably still out there. Again, we've talked about this where Jameis Winston, I think, is still under contract for like maybe like another year. Now, Andy Dalton's a free agent. Andy had his moments where he really played badly, but the Saints don't have enough confidence in Jameis Winston moving forward. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jameis moves out of town as well and goes somewhere else. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Jameis went to Denver to back up Russell Wilson. And Winston did a pretty decent job under, under one Sean Payton. But again, that's speculation on my part. But for Derek Carr, Derek Carr does have a connection with with uh, Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen was the football coach very briefly for the Raiders to the point where he gave Derek Carr a starting job. So to me, the connection is there. Yeah, I get it that he would be interested in Derek Carr. And again, Derek would have a decent offensive line. Probably better if he's healthy, better than he had with the Raiders. He does have an Alvin Kamara. Um, Michael Thomas would be the biggest question mark of them all. You can say he holds a full 17 games, but then there's speculation where he could be a casually cut or, you know, or he could be traded. But again, if Michael Thomas held a full 17 games, we saw very briefly what he could do, what he could do this past, you know, this past, um, this past season, limited games he played, he played like he, like he, like the Michael Thomas of old. Now, you do have Chris Williams as the number two guy. And he is a pretty, had a very good rookie year. You could make an argument that maybe he could have won it over Garrett Wilson. If you want to make an argument, go ahead and do so. But again, he had a very good year. Again, there are some young receivers on that team that stepped up last year and played very well for Andy Dalton. Again, if they come back, that could give Derek Carr more weapons to work with. But again, we've already stated in the very last segment we talked about, Derek Carr has had a losing record in the NFL. For all, you know, for what he has done, you know, for the records, you know, for all the greater records that he set, he has still got a losing record in this league. And to me, it's, sometimes it's hard to overlook. If a quarterback got a losing record in this league, how good can you really be? And, but again, I've seen Derek Carr at his best, and when he's at his best, he's a really good quarterback in this league. But again, I've seen Derek Carr at his worst as well. But again, Derek Carr is probably better even with a losing record than most of the quarterbacks in this league are. But where does he go? You go to the Saints. The Buccaneers are a possibility still out there. The Buccaneers can negotiate Derek Carr. You put Derek Carr with Mike Evans, 
and put him with a godly. To me, the Tad Baker probably repeats once again as the NFC South champions. You got Derek Carr. I believe they're going to repeat as the NFC South champions easily. The Saints, would he go into the Saints? The Saints offense would be maybe slightly better, but again, again, the Saints have had decisions to make. I mean, they talked about maybe Jordan going out of town. They're going to talk about maybe moving Alvin Kamara. So again, the Saints have got issues. What about the Panthers? Now you've got Frank Reich as the head football coach, but again, question offensive line. Don't know about the running game. You do have DJ Moore, but again, I don't see him going there. You start looking around. You start looking around other teams now. The Commanders. Now he would be a serious upgrade for the Commanders. Question offensive line, but I can get by Robinson Gibson with one pink punch. I got Terry Macklin. I can certainly use him. Samuel actually was healthy this past year and played fairly well. Again, Dotson's a good, good young man to go towards the future. Again, there's something to kind of work with there, but then again, the Commanders have one problem. Ownership. That's the biggest issue. And again, do I don't see a car going to the commanders because of ownership issues. But it'll be interesting to see where where Derek where Derek ends up at. I mean, he, he, you know, I mean, again, the Raiders have officially, I believe they've officially let him go. So now he's a free agent, you can go shoot anybody you want. And there's people there's people out there that are gonna certainly reach out to him. The Jack could still reach out to him, absolutely. They can reach out to him. But again, you know, again, he does have something to work with the Jets. And they, but again, with the Jets, you're still in the division with the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, in the same division. Now, could you leap all the Patriots? It's possible, but again, the thing, I think a lot of people think that Derek Carr is kind of overrated because of that losing record. You think of Derek Carr, but then again, for years, Derek Carr didn't have an offensive line. When's the last time Derek Carr had a decent defense in the Raiders? Yeah. Now, maybe if Derek Carr gets in the right situation where there's a, a quality defense, you know, maybe a decent, you know, decent offensive line, maybe things will change with Derek Carr. Maybe Derek Carr will prove everybody wrong and say, well, if I had this and this and this, I could have done that for the Raiders, but the Raiders didn't do that. And I know, again, you know, in the Raiders organization, whether, you know, whether your opinion on it is, they, you said that they treated Derek Law the same length the last two games because they didn't know, you know, Conflict, but again, with Mark Davis, of course, Mark Davis is already, I think, in trouble with the uh, with the WNBA for some salary cap issues about paying some players on the table. He's in trouble for that, and you have to wonder. I don't know if that's going to come over and be an NFL issue for him. I don't think so, but you but you never know, and it, it kind of makes you wonder there. But for Derek Carr, yeah, I mean, there's options out there. Derek will sign with somebody, absolutely. And you can kind of make a list of who Derek Carr is going to wind up with. Uh, possibly, what about the Tennessee Titans, for example? Let's say Tannehill goes, you bring in Derek Carr. Well, the biggest thing is, you still got Derek Henry, but a question of offensive line. Not a very good receiving core, really. But again, it's interesting. It's interesting to see where, where, where he, uh, Ends up at, but for right now, for those who haven't heard, it appears that the Raiders are going to officially cut him. That means he can go shoot anybody. Saints, Commanders, do I go to Jets? I got a lot of teams out there. And Derek Carr, we'll see. We'll see what Derek Carr 
is worth is certainly worth on the on the, on the uh, open market. And I'm sure Derek will probably get pretty get a good contract because again, it's hard to it's hard to find a half of a decent quarterback in this league. Grant Derrick's had a losing record, but he's still a good quarterback. That's all I have time for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves and see you again soon.